0: go nice good AMP mga mams are not in the mood teaching <laughs> right now uh, <laughs> yeah you're listening to the sterkus Akurit podcast episode 7 right is that right yeah, yes. yeah boy seven. Wow. episode 7
1: I'll put episode uh, 7 uh,
2: fuck <laughs> 7 episodes <laughs> uh, so like
0: uh, bad microphone if you remember from last episode, fun, fun, fun days, fun days ahead. It's your boy, it's your host, it's that cunt from paranyake the Southern Scourge. Oh, you're not Southern
2: Scourge.
0: Robert I mean, no, no, Cobbert Harvest. Cobbert Harvest, accompanied by Bobbert Roslin and Jobert Aljamar.
1: <laughs> so hello, welcome back to the show. It's been a Shit!
3: How... I, I, just, uh, I just, I just, I just realized all three of our names goes Joby, Bobby, and Kobe. We all go exactly.
0: With it. We're fu- we're all we're all fucking canceling. Is <laughs> <the point. laughs> <laughs> Isn't it great? It's great. I like. I like. I'm happy. How was your? How's her? What?
3: The past two weeks, I've been doing prod work. But by the way, guys. Um, if you, eh, it's. I, think, I don't think people can see it, but do the people who want to watch? Probably we're gonna restage Teacher Colossal, uh, Teacher Colossal soon, like wow. somewhere in the future. Because there's a lot of media partners that want to want us to restage in different schools and venues, and then you know, like everyone in in the prod is just like, ah, uh, here we go again. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we're still students, so we, re- we really want to end this shit already.
2: Like, yeah, it's our
3: final, finals this week and next week, and we still have two more shows to go. God, fuck. Anyways, you know we're, we're doing well. I'm doing well.
1: How about you guys? Well, Damn, dude, School's well, about to start in two days. Well, I'm not ready actually. Well,
3: uh big sad.
1: Yeah, big Dr. sad. Doctor Grand. Doctor Well, always.
0: as you can tell from the huge drop in quality in my voice (laughs) i am no longer in the land of the rising sun i am spending my summer vacation the most the bulk of it in manila i wanted to sing manila by Hot Dog when the set of this episode but then uh, wala wala i forgot (laughs) and so i'm here in manila um the jobs that i mentioned i was going to take i never really i'm only doing like one of them (laughs)
2: <laughs> I I said four, I
0: I I my app I withdrew my application for the web design one because my Japanese is my Japanese trash, Uh Weird. and then I'm still awaiting my assignment for that journalism one. I hope the pay oh, is nice. good, and I'm starting soon the for the other two, so that's nice. I work to keep me busy because obviously I can't spend my whole day just playing League of Legends and Counter Strike <laughs> and what and trying to catch up on silicon valley so obviously there's more to life than that so there i am i've been going Brilliant. out of my way i've been sorry i've been going out of my way to, 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 to study to study independently actually uh topics in the fields of anatomy and chemistry so that i can talk to you guys on that level thank go Thanks, to man. go to uh that. yeah it's, yeah i know right Road to uh, what is it? What's, <laughs> tap, what's this word? Yeah, I'm trying to. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking for the word. What's this word? uh road, road to, to uh, where? what is this? What is this fucking word? What's the word? help? Road to polymathy. There you go, polymathy. You know what that means?
3: Polymathy. Study of poly means many. Many. Poly- mm.
0: Polymathy. Poly. Polymath is somebody who's good at everything. Like. Like Leonardo da Vinci, and uh, and Elon Musk—not just joking, Elon Musk. Okay, some things. People like you know Leonardo da Vinci, <laughs> Plato. No, no, not Jesus. Plato. Aristotle, uh, Jesus Christ,
2: I guess. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> <Jesus. laughs> whatever
0: you say. is fucking truth. So technically, basically, uh, it's a guy who is an expert in multiple fields. Um uh, mm. Renaissance man. Wouldn't that be cool. a nice wouldn't that be a nice way to go about life? Yeah, that's yes. true. so I now know that yeah, I know I know some things. <laughs> um,
3: so, all right, let me ask you this, Kobe, what is a buffer solution?
0: I'm not there yet. <laughs> <laughs> I I know that I know that I know that carbon molecules are here. circular. Oh like the oral. Something like that, right?
3: Yeah.
2: Mm, yes. 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 Yeah. You're not
0: I, wrong. I I have to delve into it more exactly stuff. <laughs> yeah. um, like, If I if I if I pulled out a a a topic out of my field, you would be in the fucking dirt. Like, what's happening?
2: Huh, 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 what's huh, the tweet I
1: saw in Twitter? Like you retweeted the my little teapot thing.
0: You, I don't use Twitter. Sure. Oh, that's not me. That's my that's my friend, the uh, ano. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was interesting because um, it's like okay. this. So you you, you 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 hear this song, <laughs> my okay, you know this song. I'm a little teapot. Yeah, I'm a little teapot, short and stout. Here is my handle. Here is my spout. When I get all steamed up. Hear me shout tip me over and pour me out. Who is me? Is it the tea or the teapot? <laughs> <laughs> okay, I get <laughs> it. I get <laughs> it. <laughs> <laughs> it's like yeah, it. Okay. <laughs> pour me out like the tea? Am I the tea?
2: <laughs> That's the thesis. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I get it, I get it,
1: I get it.
3: <laughs> okay, okay. You got me there.
0: Yeah, it's it's Sorry. mind-boggling, you know? that's yeah, true. So, yeah. So, I took the liberty to try to salvage our fucking shitty podcast by <laughs> recording a FAQ session. Episode 6 was an FAQ. I addressed the questions. Yes, we have questions from our fans. Oh, really? Uh, you weren't there to fucking answer them with me. So, I did that on my own. <laughs> but it's up, Sorry. It's up there. This, this, this is why it's episode 7, but it's okay. We're all fine. We're all friends mm-hmm. So, anyway. Uh, what's, I, what's the agenda today, though? Oh, shit. Okay, so I wanted to ask you guys what you guys think, oh. about. think about. Okay, it. so. Okay, some context, some context. So, let's talk about music because uh, it, it's the it's the thing that's in front of my mind right now. I mean, it's in, it's in front of my mind a lot of the time, but this, this two weeks in particular have been insane for me. You know why? Because one of my favorite bands just announced that they were, that they're making a new album. Uh, they haven't released a, a new album in 13 years. They they released this a different not... single now. And they, they, uh, Put all of their songs on streaming services because for the longest time they were really, really against streaming services.
2: Man, uh, this, this band, did...
0: no, it's not, but they they they're in the same page. This band is called Tool, and Tool. they they are fucking excellent. Uh, God, they're... so anyway, I I recommend you guys listen to them. Um, they're not for everyone though. I can tell. I I say I recommend them, but you won't like them. I already know you won't like them. And the thing is, the genre of music they play is called progressive metal, which I don't want to explain. Prog metal, prog metal, yes. Um, basically, it's this. Their whole gist is that the they musically it's more on that lyrically poetic side, but then they're also the musicianship is also very good. A lot of their lyric, a lot of their songs are very philosophical. They delve really deep into things, like for example, uh, they have a song called "Lateralus," which has time signatures that alternate. You know what time signatures are, right? Yeah. Music. Yeah. So they have time signatures that alternate in reference to the Fibonacci sequence, and oh, the song, really? and, and wow. the song and the song is about. The song is about like spiraling into into enlightenment, like a like a Fibonacci Yo, spiral.
2: Crazy.
0: It's amazing! Oh my god, these guys are yeah. artists.
2: Dude, the Fib-
3: I love the Fibonacci sequence. I remember I've been I did that for like a for our project last term, and it's like an infographic. I, I really put a lot of effort to it. You guys should check it out. Mm. Like, it's but, <laughs> dude, I don't I really want to flex because that took me like six hours straight to make that. I d I didn't sleep for six hours just for that. So you know Just check for it that? Out, you
1: know?
0: Christ. <laughs> nice.
3: Dude, I got a four point oh
1: on my grade for that. Damn. You're, You're so cool. cool. Plus, <laughs> Plus <rep.
3: laughs> and, anyway, so, so your favorite uh your favorite Band Sash this is uh, Tool, right?
0: No. Uh, not my favorite. One of
3: my favorites. One of your favorites. Could you, like, list down one of your favorites for us? I'll go what? next. I want to go next.
2: Mm,
0: the Tool is up there. They're fucking great. Um, The thing is, I don't have, like, a favorite, favorite, favorite. You know? I have different favorites. You know, like... Tim that's the thing I have like different bands that I would listen to all the time on repeat uh-huh. like, on repeat. I'm, like all, also it's like my favorite band is not necessarily the band that I think is the greatest also it's like that there's there's discrepancies if you ask me I think my favorite band would have to be Dream Theater only because they were the first band I saw live uh,
3: I wish I, 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 I seen them but... oh wait I've seen them I, live you know Walk the Moon I've seen them live <laughs> Dude, they, they, okay. You saw them and like, live I, in, a,
0: in, a, in a concert with no tickets. I'm, yeah,
3: dude. Like, I just, <laughs> I just, I just went in the mall and was like, "Hey, some bands playing." And then it's it the up and what in in. Whoa! Wow. Um, and then I, I, I remember our batch were like hyping it up. Like, dude, walk the moon. See, walk the moon. here. they're gonna, they're, they're, they're gonna play in Albion Town Center. Dude, let's go, let's go. And then
2: on I the same day. The
3: they they went to ATC man, that's where I discovered them. I saw them in ATC and they 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 played there. Then everyone was like hyping up, I didn't give a shit and I was coincidentally I just went to, to the mall and then was like why do they f- hear fucking music? And that's how I discovered them. And yeah, that was like my first and only band I went to live, which is technically very sad. <laughs>
0: Yeah, yeah, I have a habit of watching bands oh, when, no, can, wait, mind, when they're mind. affordable. Never mind. Uh, I've been to I've been to concerts
3: already, actually, uh, but they're mostly local bands.
0: Oh yeah, those those are very easy yeah. to get
2: into.
0: Yeah, like Ichi-
2: hey, Itchy Worms.
0: Hey, Itchy Worms. No, no, we don't sing. We don't sing it. I'm like a copyrighted joke. <laughs> but yeah, I I get that. My first, oh, like, I, my first, my oh, first
1: I... concert was also kind of shit. It was Lainey.
2: <laughs>
1: it was, <laughs> what's that? You sound like the, the, the <laughs> <movie. laughs> Yeah, <it> was this? Just... <laughs> From
0: the Suicide Squad. I, I saw, I saw,
1: I saw the band perform like three times. The one in Glorieta, oh, yeah. and then, yeah, Glorietta. Mm-hmm. and then, I think twice in. Alabama twice Townsend. you thought Oh, I thought twice.
3: Downtown. I thought I thought you saw it twice. Oh my no, god. No,
1: not not the K-pop. I don't like it. pop yeah, I'm sorry. You'll
3: be like K-pop confirmed. I'm just kidding.
1: No, I don't really like it. So. Yeah. I,
3: and
1: think, then um, I think the I think the second major concert that I you know, attended was Coldplay. So yeah.
0: Wow. Yeah, man. Oh yeah, yeah I, I remember whenever it was happening, Coldplay. Coldplay. Okay. So. Dream Theater was not actually my, my my first concert. I've I've been around in the concert scene. I just neglected to go, but I've uh most of the time I I, I look at jazz bands. Those are the concerts that I've been frequenting. Damn. Uh, in like all these shady underground sort of like bars, those were the real. You know the geniuses aren't on stage playing like guitars up there. They're wearing fucking t-shirts and shitty blues corners. Noodling on the instruments in front of three people—you know that joke. There's this joke that a rock, star, a rock artist plays three chords in front of three thousand people, yeah. and a jazz guitarist plays three thousand chords in front of three people.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> man,
3: that's, that's actually really sad, man.
0: Yeah, so I, it's the same with me. Uh, I first saw local acts, and then when I uh, and then when I went with my dad to the states when I was like really young. To visit uh well like I think my uh his friend, uh a really good friend of his in Washington, we we uh we got tickets to watch this jazz group called Vital Information, which features uh Steve Smith on the drums. You might know him as the drummer for Journey. You guys know Journey? No. Don't stop oh. believing. Okay. Yeah, and uh so we they were fucking God I, I saw them, and the, that's kind of what got me into jazz because i I am a bit of a jazz guy on the side. Prague is my favorite genre, but I, I really like fusion jazz as well. But Dream theater was the first major concert I went to, um because the, the Dream theater is notorious because their songs are long as shit. they're all at least like eight 10, minutes, seven minutes, 10. eight to ten. So their concert was like four hours long, and I was standing up, and it was it was nuts. Oh god! Oh god! Oh god! I can't even. Oh my god! So, we went all the way to Kazan City from Paranyake. We were stuck in traffic going there, me and my dad. And when we arrived, my dad was too old to jam, but I was jamming for the whole four hours. And the sad thing was, we left there at like twelve. I had two papers due the next day because this was on a weekday, and I had two papers to do, which I crammed until like four in the morning. After that, (laughs) but I was just so full of energy because of that concert. You know, it was like there's this there's this psychological uh, theory I read somewhere where it says that when you when you are performing, the amount of energy you put on stage is reflected back by the audience. So the more energy
2: you show, the more the more
3: that's thought. To us in theater, like
2: mm.
3: your audience, like the amount of audience is jack shit if you don't know how to carry that energy. So basically, <laughs> each show we have to put up a lot of energy so that the audience will feel us.
2: I remember, mm, like
3: right. I remember, like one of our shows, we we were so fucking tired, and then when we had our show on that day, the audience didn't laugh any of our jokes. They didn't even like not chuckle. Like we didn't get like chuckle, man, nor the collapse
0: in the end, they're just like did you did you, did you did, you, did you, okay. you at least get a, a tss, you know like a, tss. you know you made a you made a good joke but the guy doesn't want to laugh so he goes, so that,
2: it's... Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, maybe at that la- at that level they do that actually, <laughs> I get it, <laughs> it's so fucking like, sad you know or like or like a, <laughs> <laughs> or he goes to seat me, hey. That's a good joke, not bad.
2: <laughs> I like that guy. Oh jeez. <laughs> <laughs> Son
3: of a bitch.
0: Right, yes. so let me let me tell you guys this. You haven't lived until you've been in a death metal concert. Holy crap.
1: You've been a mosh you've you've been in a moth, 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 I mosh
0: have pit? been in a mosh pit and it's fun. They push it around. So dude. they yeah, they 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 it's it's on no man's land in there, but every but there's etiquette, there's there's rules to it, there's unwritten code. When you yeah, go to cool a mosh with it, there, there, there's a culture surrounding it. So, like, if a guy, if a guy falls down and you have to help him up, you you don't, you don't, you. Everyone stops and helps him up, and then they continue. If a guy drops something, everyone pulls out their flashlights and help him look for something. That Aww. that 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 happened. So, I in Japan, I I was in a, this death metal band's concert. It, this band is called Obscura. If you wanna look them up, they're hardcore and they're fucking oh, they're so good and <laughs> uh, I and we I was moshing with them and uh, we were we were moshing with uh, what's this? So I, do you guys know this band called Ginger? Ginger rings a bell. They, they 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 have a viral video. They have this singer, this lady singer, who can sing like an angel, and then. And the chorus, she goes like rrr, rrr, like that. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Uh, they they were viral video. Though. So even if you don't know the band, you know the video for the meme. And she was there. She was the opening act for this band. And after the thing was done, she was in the crowd, moshing with us. And then um, she dropped her phone, <laughs> and everyone yeah, I mean, stopped to so help tough. to help her look for it. And it helps that she's like the only female in the whole concert, but. <laughs> <laughs> No, I mean there were a few, but they were in the back. They were in. She was the only girl in the mosh pit. The other females were in the back, just standing there. And then she, and then, and then, in a sea of like these big, burly American white guys and these really skinny Japanese <laughs> guys, just beating the shit out of each other. In the middle, <laughs> she's like the only lady there. So yeah, she's she got, like, she got, yeah, she got their, she got their phone, and everyone was looking to look for it. But anyway, yeah, you guys haven't lived till you've been in a real mosh pit. Oh boy, I wish I was in the mosh pit. The really, the really big like heavy metal concerts like in the in the festivals, um, when you're talking like the big name bands, people like say Metallica, Pantera, you know, even Gojira, Yobi, you hear that Gojira? Yes. Hell yeah! They yeah, have this. I,
3: re- I really like those concerts where the the band or the one singing like ask the audience to sing with them, especially if it's a popular song. I
0: really like those bits. Okay, here's the thing. You come to realize that the songs that the crowd can sing along to are the songs that are like that take the least talent to perform. The crowd pleaser songs. Like look at look at Mister look at look at Mister Big. You know that band. Mister yeah, Big, I heard of them. Mister <laughs> Mister Big. So you you've got you've got Paul Gilbert, fucking Paul Gilbert on guitar, Billy Sheehan on the bass. These guys are like top top of their game. And then their most popular song is this acoustic ballad, and the one who wants to be with you,
2: <laughs>
0: They're not proud of that song, right? They fuck. I I don't think they like it. I think they hate it. They hate that <laughs> what song. the fuck? It, it, the, you you call that a black sheep hit? A, black sheep, a, black, what? Sheep, a, a black sheep. You call it a black sheep. A black sheep. hit. Oh. Uh, like your most popular song is the song that you're not proud of. It's the same thing with Dream Theater, you know. These guys, Bobby knows Dream Theater. but like they 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 their their song they have songs that are their longest song's like forty six minutes long. Forty six basically it's forty six it's forty six minutes of people four guys on their instruments going for forty six minutes and they're they're fucking great. And then their most popular song is this really slow paced song called Pull Me Under. It's a great song, by the way. But they they don't like it because they have much better songs.
2: Yeah.
0: Cool. It's like that.
2: Yeah. I mean, or look at good. look
0: at look at Metallica even. So Metallica are like really they're trash metal, they're very fast. Yeah. They're very fast, very extreme. They're and then yet they have songs like, you know, Master of Puppets, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah, you know. Oh god. <laughs> uh, but their most pop, their most popular song right now, according to Spotify, is a ballad called "Nothing Else Matters." It's a great song, but you know, it's not what made the put them on the map. Mm. Ballads, people love ballads. You know, that's the thing. Ballads sell. They're great. I fucking love ballads too. I listen to ballads all the time. I kill <laughs> ballads whenever I go karaoke. You know.
2: <laughs> yeah, bro. <clears throat>
1: Sorry, I have phlegm.
0: <coughs> I don't know what's my favorite band. I love. It. let that let's not sugarcoat it. It starts with the letter R. Mm, you mean band?
3: Yeah. Yeah. Favorite, band.
0: Yes, favorite I, band.
3: All right. So my favorite band is uh, Red Hot Chili Peppers.
0: Mm-hmm, I remember they're great. You know, I, as a bassist, every. Basis puberty is having a flea phase. Every every bassist in the world has a flea phase. <laughs> yeah. I just
2: realized
0: that. That's, a, that's basically puberty for basis. Just like every guitarist in the world will probably have like a, a Jimi Hendrix phase or something like that.
3: Which album's your favorite from Red
0: Hot? Ah, 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 ah. Ah! This is a hard one. You're asking me a hard one. You're asking me a very hard question. Same. I'm
3: actually, uh, I'm trying to figure out which is my favorite now. Holy shit.
0: Blood Sugar, Sex Magic. Blood
3: Sugar, fuck. That's really good. Actually, I would almost say the same. Where it comes to like my, part of my top three. If I were to have a favorite, I think, uh, I know I know this would be a cliche thing. But I, I, I like the By The Way album.
0: Ah, <clears throat> uh, yeah. Actually, no. I think. I, I, I'm I torn between that and One Hot Minute. I, I, I love One Hot One Minute. One Hot Minute. hmm Shit. I like the funky albums. I, I like their pop sound, but their funk game was like next to none. Yeah.
3: Or, what do you think of Mother's Milk?
0: Underrated.
3: Underrated, yeah. I like Mother's Milk. You gotta appreciate the early works, man. Holy shit. Mm-hmm. They're fucking raw. That's why I love them. <clears throat>
0: Joe Joby, do you know do you listen to Red Hot Chili Peppers? No, yeah. I don't.
3: Hmm. Well. Oh, what do you think of their latest album? The the getaway. Oh, get, the getaway. Oh, the that, The Getaway.
0: That's right. what it's called. Ah. Yeah. Uh, they have like a few good songs. I, I don't really like it, I'll be honest. It's okay, too poppy just... for me. It's okay, uh, here's the thing. It's not a bad album, but you know, <laughs> when I when I listen to uh, an RHCP record, I I want it to have that. Funk, you know the it's funky, funky feel with just just a little bit of pop, you know. Like they have a really nice way of synthesizing funk and rock and pop. That's like look 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 at look at uh for example, mm. look at look around. You know that song that that that, yeah. that that song is poppy as hell, but it it you can hear the funkiness. Or even fucking uh, what's this? Danny California? Not not um, even no, not Danny California. I'm, the song called um, what the? Forgot what the song was called. Or you know, sick love can actually fall under that. I like sick. sick love is the best song on that record. Sick love, it's and, great. Love it.
3: Um, if I'm not mistaken, Goodbye Angels
0: is okay, but it really it's falls right. On. It it it's it sounds like a, a too much, too much of a pop ballad. Yeah, pop ballad. I don't really blame Red Hot Chili Peppers. They're they're old and they're probably all having withdrawal. <laughs> With, so they're all they're all probably experiencing like really hard withdrawal symptoms. So I don't really blame them. Mm-hmm. I I hate the drums on that album. It's fucking garbage.
3: Is it? It didn't. Wasn't Chad
0: like? It was Chad, but it was like samples. It was all electronic.
3: Yeah, because he was injured, right? He, he was injured while they were making them, He mm-hmm. broke his fucking that- hand. or foot. I'm not sure. It's one of those, he broke. He broke something. You broke something, then he couldn't really play. And there's are like, well, "We gotta push you," you know? Right, like, right, right, right. Yeah. I hate it. Yeah. Other than Red Hot, my one of my other favorite is Gorillas. Gorillas. Right.
0: It's not really a band, band. It's a. They're, they're. a band. They're. If you like Gorillas, I'm gonna come clean and say I I love. Uh, animated bands are just as real as. Hmm. Real life bands because they're the music is all all the same. It's all the same. I really love how Gorillaz just like,
3: uh, like Alburn just tests like different music styles and then see what fits and all that.
0: He's got Gorillaz does have good albums and they have shite albums. Yeah, I appreciate Humans, the, the Humans risks, are you know? kind of balls. I, I I have a soft spot. I like how they tried to you know experiment, but you know of course experiments fail sometimes. <laughs> Uh I really did not like you once. I can't relate. Oh, sorry.
2: <laughs>
0: you played the piano. What did you listen to? What was your inspiration?
1: My inspiration was actually Maxim. You know that, yeah?
0: Maxim Maxim No. He's Maxim like a
1: Ure- Ukrainian pianist. <clears throat> He's Ukrainian. Yeah, Ukrainian pianist. Yeah max maxim it's maxim. Maxim, Uh, yeah m-a-k-s-i-m oh he's from Cro, he's from croatia croatia oh, okay
0: yeah so, so yeah, but he's from Yugos- yugoslavia
1: so yeah so he's my inspiration to play the piano was this the first song that i listened to was the flight of the bumblebee he was really good at oh, it he, so, co- he covered it he co- yeah he covered it and then his, like his finger style and his, how he played it was so amazing. So I was like, shit, I want to do that. So Ooh.
2: I got a question. Uh, I was
1: able to do it once because I I was so like, into uh, piano, and then I was like, ah, I forgot, I forgot about it. So I don't know how now. So <clears throat>
3: Ooh, I got a question, guys. Um, what's your favorite classical song?
0: My favorite song. Uh, what?
3: What listen, Like, you have any favorite classical
0: songs? Classical music. Classical music, yep, yep. Caveman. Oh, really? Uh, I I'm do like.
2: <laughs>
0: I really like. Oh, uh, what's this? Eric. I I don't have to pronounce it. Eric Satie. 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 K or did it C or K or C? Uh, K. Okay. Uh, it it's basic. I like the song that goes. Oh, this. Do Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. No, because like I'll be honest, the only time I listened to classical music was when oh. I study. Uh Let's I don't chill. listen to a lot of Mozart. I, I like I like optimistic classical music. You know, I, I love listening to like, you know, Sati uh Haydn.
3: Oh. For me I really like listening to grandiose type of music.
0: So Beethoven,
3: right? Um, uh, I I personally love listening to Or Tuna. Like in JoJo, the the ending, the ending, <laughs> ending song of like the second part of part five is. I, I when I listened to it, I was like, "Is that Or Tuna? Holy shit! I love that!" And then you know, it it lit up my appreciation for for that song even more. When they, you know, you know it. who. For you know who
0: composed "O Fortuna"?
3: Mm. Oh wait, I forgot. Uh, like it's very deep into my playlist. Holy shit, man! Carl Orff. Carl us. Orf. Oh. Orf. What? Else, what, else, what else did he produce? Let's see. Carl Orff. Uh, well, aside from "O Fortuna," you know, I also like listening to "Canon and D."
0: Canon. Pahkaw
3: yeah, love that song. When I was a kid, like uh, I really, I adore that song to bits, man. Like holy shit, my my, Mo- my, my dad, my dad was already questioning, like, why do you keep listening to this song? <laughs>
0: I don't know, man. I, I just like that song. Fuck. Oh, can I enjoy some good music?
2: <laughs>
0: uh, I feel that because like Mozart was the second musician I ever recall listening in my life. Because when I was a kid, I would throw tantrums, especially when they were it was bath time. I would be like, "Fuck no!" <laughs> ah! And uh, they 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 had this this stuffed toy. It was a dog, a stuffed dog that you wound up, and then and then when you wound it up, it like rotates its head, like it's nodding off to sleep, and it plays Mozart songs, and that's how I would calm down. That's <laughs> cute. It's cute, but then that baby, that the big that baby was cute, but then you know, eighteen years later, he's this guy, and it's like, ah, I see, <laughs> I see, <laughs> ah, I see.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, the first artist I ever recall reaching my virgin ears was Nora Jones. Actually, back in the day, my mom and dad were very into Nora Jones. My, my first days
3: into music were like really cringy. Like I really never appreciated music until like I was some like, twelve or something. And like Oh I really, really now? Yeah. And I vaguely remembered, unironically, liking Justin Bieber's first song. Oh. Fucking <laughs> <mind, Jesus laughs> Christ. <laughs> I am not proud to say that. Alright? I am very embarrassed to say that I like baby.
2: Fuck. <laughs> baby. <laughs> baby. <Da-da-da. laughs> oh, wow, wow, wow.
0: Okay, so my taste in music was already Screwed from the start, so it's 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 all it's fine. I come I so I I, I go I I I was born into a musical family. Uh, my seen, dad's a seen. musician. Uh, my at the time I was living with my two cousins who are in the states now. They were living with us. Uh, one of them was a drummer. One of them was a bassist. Uh, the 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 bassist guy was into some really out there shit. You know, like metal, underground metal, and. Uh, uh, the, the drummer was into like that alternative rock, like Incubus, uh, Pearl Jam, that sort of thing. Uh, also they were into that OPM, so I grew up around a lot of OPM songs, but they were all like sparse and in between, so I never really got like a following to an artist. So my, so my grandpa was also there, he really liked to listen to all of these old blues singers like Billie Holiday, and then, uh, and you know, Bob Crosby, Gr- Bing Crosby. Uh, Nat King Cole, all of those, and he had this weird. He had this uh, this record player, this cassette tape. We we still use cassettes at the time, and we had this cassette tape that only had three had had like this anthology of blues artists. Yeah, Michael Jackson, <laughs>
2: and oh, Lady shit. and Lady Gaga.
3: <laughs> oh, like when I first got the taste of music, it was just to be regret but. After that, when I discovered Michael Jackson, fuck, I was so in love with
2: him.
3: Mm. Bad timing, too. That's the year where he died, right?
0: Yeah. The first time I ever heard Michael Jackson, I thought he was gay as shit. I was like four or five years old. I heard bad and I was like, wow, this guy might be gay, but... He makes me feel really cool. I'm bad. I'm bad. So I'm walking to school. So I'm walking, roll up to the kindergarten. I'm like I'm bad. <laughs> I, it was my hype song, Michael Jackson. Grade three.
1: Was this Michael Jackson became my hit when we were like what grade three?
0: Yeah, grade three. No, I mean he was always the hit, but he's one of those artists that exploded when it was a posthumous thing, yeah. like Kurt Cobain. But then I remember
3: like when he died. the... It was like a global... Uh,
0: my was parents like global. were sad. I wasn't that sad because I didn't really know him.
1: Jesus Christ, I remember when I soloed during the Christmas party.
0: <laughs> yeah, you, I used to you, love you, the
1: jacket. You, dan- you danced like yeah. a god. No, I danced like an idiot. Goddamn.
0: When I was six years old, my, my oldest cousin prepared this CD which had all of these bands in it. It, it had all of these alt-rock bands like Incubus Pearl Jam and then it had all these oldies like Led Zeppelin Van Halen Guns N' Roses Queen but it had this one folder which caught my eye and this is what fucked up my music taste for all the generations to come <laughs> it had a Tool album oh no <laughs> so I'm, I'm, I'm listening to that Fibonacci shit when I'm 6 years old and I'm like <laughs> Fibonacci fuck no, at, I like at, the at the start, I didn't know any better. I was like, hey, that guitar, nasty. <laughs> that, I, that's what I thought. And then as I grew up, I discovered that that was not a guitar. That was a bass. That was making that sound. And as I grew up, I discovered that, oh, wow, it's actually about a fucking Fibonacci sequence. Oh, shit. So Tool's, fucking genius. So Tool's got an excellent catalog of songs. I want to discuss one of their songs with you. Because it, it's really interesting. And I want to hear your thoughts. I want to hear your thoughts on it. Yeah. So, so Tool, after oh, any I, Enema album, they have a song oh, called yeah. Stink. They have a song called Stinkfist. It's one of my favorite songs in their catalog. So, All right, you know, it's 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 a, it's a filthy song, and I mean literally. You know what it's about. So what? it's about how modern society. Uh, it's really co- you know. It's it's comfortable living in modern society, right?
2: Yeah.
0: It's so it's so easy to get what we want and to make ourselves happy, to pleasure ourselves, right? And it's it's gone to the point where we become desensitized to pleasure, right? For example, like when we look at the iPhone, we don't see a revolutionary piece of technology. We just see, oh, that's my fucking phone. Yeah. So, if, if, if in order to get that high, you know, in order to feel like real pleasure again, people have to go to extremes, right? Otherwise it's it's all mundane, it's all banal, it's all boring, right? So this so the song uses fisting as an anal fisting as an analogy.
2: <laughs> Stink ah. fist.
0: Okay. It's fucking filthy, but it's deep as shit, you know that? I like
2: that. That's
0: fucking genius. So so, so it's like it, so the the person or the guy who's singing, it implies that normal intercourse with his partner no longer feels Good anymore. It's not pleasurable. If you really love me, if if you really want to be with me, you need to be willing to hurt me to make me feel something. So shove your arm up my asshole. (laughs) 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 It's nasty,
2: but I love it. It's so good. I like that shit.
0: Fucking hell. Yeah, but you know that it's lyrics like that is what gives it. You know, oof what do you guys think what do you guys think about rap rap
1: relevant poetry
0: yeah <coughs> or not rap because i I want to draw a line rap and hip hop are not are 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 not you know they they're they're almost they're different categories yeah they are because I don't want to call this shit that's popped up now pumping up now like rap. A lot of it is trash, so the past year I've I've been trying really slowly to get into to get into rap music a bit more. Uh, it's not a it's not a question that the old rap music is really good. I used to listen to a lot of those, but the new stuff I'm trying to find the appeal in people like Drake.
2: Yeah, I,
0: I, think, I I for, personally I
3: don't think Drake raps.
0: This yeah, that's that's what that's what I've heard. Everyone corrects me and says Drake's not a rapper, and I'm like, what is Drake then? He's, he's he sucks. If I if I cannot put him in that umbrella term of a rapper, then he's fucking he's not that good. I guess now when you talk about rap, you're talking about you know Takeshi Six Nine, X X you know. I, I don't really Suicide. Rap, but <laughs> what?
3: You know, I don't really listen to rap, but you know, I mean, everyone loves Eminem. Honestly, he's like the only rapper I kind of know.
0: So the first time I heard Eminem, I was like, wow. I like this genre. The yeah. first time I did not know about Eminem until I watched Eight Mile.
3: Oh, really? You know, I never got to watch
0: the movie. I, I really Eight Mile, really Eight Mile is
2: great. Really
0: oh god. So like I didn't really like Eminem that much and then my cousin was really into Eminem. M, she said, Hey Kobe, we need to let's watch Eight Mile and then I'm like, okay. So we watch Eight Mile and I'm like Yo, this, uh, this, this, the, the who's the guy who played Jimmy? Jimmy's the main character, and it's like, oh, that's Eminem, you know, he, he's a rapper. <laughs> and I, I looked him up on YouTube, and then I, looked him up on YouTube, and I heard, um I heard "Not Afraid," and I'm like, ah, this is
1: my. Yes. Not afraid a stand, everybody.
0: everybody. <laughs> but then it was only that song. What, what actually made me want to look for more of his catalog was this. I wanted to be a troll in this video game, so I typed in YouTube, uh, a song to, like, mic, to sound on my microphones. And yeah. I typed in FAC. <laughs> <And, and, laughs> oh my god, I love <laughs> and this I, song. I, And then I, I that, found
3: FAC.
0: <laughs> oh yeah, I has a song called FAC, <laughs> which is about Fucking!
2: <laughs> I'm put not it kidding. To him. That,
3: that's really the song. Like,
2: oh my god, I love that song.
3: The lyrics are fucking retarded too. I love it. It's a good song. It's <laughs> yeah.
0: a good song. It's it's it's. Uh. Yeah. I was like, this album fucked up. So I I listened to the rest of Curtain Call and I'm like, wow. That's nice. Nice. <laughs> Oh, and we also had this thing called Nix TV in the Knicks Philippines. Philippines. Oh, yeah, yeah. Ew, every, yeah, yeah. every every week weekend they would do a top twenty music videos sort of thing based on votes. And this one weekend, the uh, the one video that won was a Mockingbird. So I almost I I almost I I fucking cried when I was a kid and I I watched a Mockingbird video for the first time. Yeah. I was like eight years old and I thought it was the saddest shit ever. I'm like, oh my god, will he ever find his daughter again? Huh? Bird's <laughs> <laughs> well, a good song,
3: though. I like it. For me, my, one of my favorites is uh, Without Me. <laughs> or- oh, shit. Two chili pop girls go round me
2: outside. Round me outside.
3: Round me My favorite. That is business. Fucking, I love business.
0: My my favorite Eminem song though is "Guilty Conscience."
3: Ooh, nice pick.
0: Yeah, with Dr. J. It's so stupid. I mean, that that's like one of
3: his best. You know, when he did shit with Dr. J.
0: The um, yeah, dude, I love it. I like Dr. J. I like his stuff. I like his stuff. He, he had this line where uh, the context was the the, the 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 context of the song is that. Um, there's different people, and Eminem and Dr. J both act as his shoulder demon, oh, shoulder devil and angel. Dr. J is the angel, and Eminem is the devil, so they debate about what he should do. So, for example, the, the con- the context is like, uh, this guy is trying to rob this store, and Dr. J is like, stop, don't do it, and is like, yeah, shoot that bitch in the
2: counter. <laughs> 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 and,
0: then, and then, the last one, uhm, it's this, so. So this guy comes home to find his wife, of fucking another guy, and he grabs a gun. And Doctor Dre's like, "Don't shoot him. There's an explanation." And R&M's like, "What? She tripped, fell, and landed on his dick." (laughs) That line, that line, fucking killed me when I was a kid, and I just saw it. (laughs) Yeah, I was a kid. I was a kid, and I knew how things worked already. What? She tripped, fell, and landed on his dick. And, and Eminem with that stupid, hype, it's nasally voice he had back then. Oh, God. Yeah.
2: I'm
0: <laughs> <laughs> Uh What about you, Joby? You're being awfully quiet over there.
2: Yeah. Uh...
1: <laughs> I know, right? Same, to be honest. Same, same.
0: Talk about Gojira, Joby. I'm Talk- serious.
1: I haven't listened to them in a while. So, Joby here likes heavy metal. Yes. It pumps and me. Exactly. Like when when, I'm, I'm, when, like when I'm doing something, okay. like when I'm doing something stressed out or like I just need something to
0: boost my, you know, yeah, dude, heavy metal pumps me. Oh, dude, like, if you could select any genre of music that would just pump out the most testosterone, it's heavy metal. Yeah. yeah, right? yeah.
1: Was just, I listen to rap. That pumps me also, but if not, not it's,
0: it's not the same,
2: you know.
1: Yeah, that's that's it's not the same.
2: Because Heavy metal idea... really
1: pumps you, like what the fuck? You can feel the energy <laughs> of the of the song.
2: Ba-da-da-dum, ba-da-da-dum. Yeah. I think it's
0: also because there, there's a correlation, because like a lot of the times rap is rap is more creative than it is technical. Yeah, and. The, um well, you, you, you kind of pick the brain of the artist you listen to when you when you listen to their songs. And when you listen to heavy metal, you understand that heavy metal is a really hard genre of music to create. Rap, anyone can do it, that's why there's soundcloud. Yeah,
2: but not everyone yeah.
0: not everyone can like be good at heavy metal and when you listen to a really bopping, you know, heavy metal track that just gets you like Shout like, out, out to <laughs> Tubero, I love Tubero, it. it's so good. But anyway, but like you, you hear a good band and you're like you're just like wow, you have respect because not only do they, you know, uh express themselves really well, but they have the discipline that comes with l- playing their instruments in that level, you know. And it's so good just listening to them. Oh my god, yo. Uh have you heard this study? There was a study. That correlated uh, genres of music to the type of personality you have, I, so your favorite genre. Your, yeah, your favorite genre of music is uh, says some, says uh, it, like implies something about your personality. For example, if your favorite genre of music is rap, uh, it creative. implies that you're creative. Uh, you're in, you're like you're intelligent in that sense. Something like that. Like you, you're you're quick witted when your favorite genre music is heavy metal it implies that you're actually really introverted uh that you have a lot of repressed uh feelings and you're 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 not that expressive what you want to be something like that so and like, when yeah. you listen to when you yeah. listen yes yeah. and like when you listen to top 40 pop shit it implies that you're extroverted that you're that you like to uh you know you like to socialize and you're comfortable talking to people. K-pop. It's like I that. that not, uh, mostly, yeah, mostly just the top 40. Well, I mean, not the top 40, but like pop, you know, in general. Pop in general. Uh. And then, if you like jazz, you're like really focused. Channel you're like a one-track, focused. you're one-track mind kind of person. Uh, same with it. jazz. Jazz actually, it's, jazz apparently has a really high correlation with like All Right. Sorry I'm back. With like All electronic right. electronic music. Oh yeah, I was just telling I was just telling Joby that there was this study that correlated your favorite genre of music to what your personality is like. Alright. So your favorite your favorite genre of music Im- implies something about your personality. All right. So
3: what did you say about like funk rock or
0: I, I shit, I don't know, dude. Like, I just read Rob. this like, uh, like for fun. I I don't know what uh, what it says, but like things like this, like rap insinuates creativity and uh, uh wit. Uh, heavy metal insinuates introversion and repression, emotional repression. Mm. Um, things like uh pop insinuates extroversion and social and you know social sociability. I don't know what they would say about prog. <laughs> <laughs> Frog is not even a genre. I. I. Or I'm funk a... rock. We <laughs> just put funk and rock together. Boom. That's you. What are you eating, Bobby? But... Um, you know chocolate pie. Nope. <gasps> oh! Oh, calico... choc, choc pie, choco, choco pie. It's that, that. It's the marshmallow. That it's that yeah, chocolate marshmallow. cake, cake yeah, with a, a marshmallow, marshmallow inside. That shit is delicious, dude. Cool. I still want good.
1: mochi. I like. I finished the mochi that you gave me already, Kobe.
0: <laughs> that shit's good. Dude, come visit me. You can have all the mochi you want. It's everywhere.
1: Mm. You bought a lot
3: of those. You gave me.
0: I,
1: I kind of want... What do you call that? Matcha mochi? The matcha... matcha mochi. The matcha mochi that I tried in New York was... So
0: it's not real matcha, baby. Real mat real matcha. <coughs> is, like bitter. Yeah. Uh, if you if you if you tried real matcha in Kyoto, it's actually really bitter. The one I
1: tried, the one in New York, was sweet. I'm like, what the fuck is this shit?
0: Yeah, it's the same here. It's like they they put cream in it or something. Mm. It, it, the matcha, the matcha tastes so creamy. Like anywhere that's not Kyoto, it's 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 kind of wacky, you know. But who am I to say I'm not? I don't know shit about matcha. It's not my culture. I just oh, know Chinese. what I hear. Oh, is it? Are
3: you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Matcha yeah. Chinese, dude.
0: Really now? Really? really. Yeah. Really. Yeah. Really now? Yeah. Give you know, me lesson.
3: Yeah. Uh, Chinese call, I, I I think we call it matcha, not matcha.
0: Matcha. I will uh, matcha. Pull that up, matcha. How, ma- how do you spell that?
3: Just spell much matcha and then see how it's pronounced in
0: Chinese. Matcha Chinese. Mo- mo- it's like like mocha. Huh? Matcha, ma- matcha. Well, nani mat
1: makha 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 pronounce ni that's ni nani 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 nan ni am ni
3: right yeah but ni nan ni nan ni nan It's nan ni nan ni nan ni nan ni nan ni well,
0: nan ni
1: It's ni nan ni nan ni It's
0: Oh man, speaking of matcha, you know, I last semester I took uh, a tea ceremony class. Yeah. And dude. it was the hard. It was the hardest class. It, in my it, it, it's hard. Engine. It's hard.
1: Like I just. I th- you 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 tried it? No no no, cause I have a Taiwanese relative. Like I I saw the tea ceremony. I'm like tea shit. Is, what the fuck is this? A tea is? ceremony is an art,
0: dude. It like, is. I'm, I almost my mom fucking... taught me that. And then I almost failed this class, I, I I lack discipline. I lack discipline. I, I I can't even. I'm not. I'm not racist because my teacher's Canadian. <laughs> I.
3: You shouldn't forget to like. You don't forget to clean. Don't forget to strain. Remember. We we tissue? we learn
0: we learn all the fucking philosophies behind it as well. Yeah.
3: And how <laughs> to, a a how to enjoy it properly. Up.
2: Yeah, for me, oh my, my teacher
3: well, my teacher slash also my mom, my teacher and mom, because I, I went to like a Chinese class too, when they, my teachers very lenient with me. My mom was also very lenient with me. I don't know about you guys, but they were lenient with me when I did that. My teacher. Yeah, my mom was much strict, like a little stricter than my teacher, because, you know, she's Chinese, very, very Chinese. And my mom's all about discipline.
0: You know those Asian parents. <laughs> is your is your house constructed with respect to feng shui? Hmm. I don't. Or, think so. Oh, that's uh, that would be cool if it was. It's like, mm.
2: Cause,
3: to be honest, my mom's not very traditional. <coughs> although she still has a lot of love for being Chinese or Taiwanese, she doesn't really follow a lot of the traditions. She honestly thinks it's, like, bullshit sometimes. and
0: Honestly, she, like, yeah. She's, she's to...
3: a progressive woman, you know?
0: Yeah, I like that. that that's good. That's good. That's I mean, good.
3: like, just so you know, my mom is
0: Taiwanese. My dad is Filipino. Yeah, the fact that she married a Filipino is, like... That's saying something already. Yeah, because, like, I, I I don't know if I, this is true, but Chinese are, like, really big on racial purity and shit like that, right? Mm-hmm. Like, we, we, you must marry Chinese.
2: You must marry locally. Mm-hmm.
3: I think it's more lenient for Taiwanese people. Because I've seen some couples, like, there's a black guy and a Chinese girl. I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. that's cool. And I've seen a S- Swedish guy, uh, a Swedish girl, and a, Chinese, and a Chinese dude in Taiwan once. So I'm just like, oh right. boy.
0: Hey, that's pretty yeah. good. Those yeah. Filipino Chinese kids up north, they'll they'll fucking sleep with anybody.
1: <laughs> Jesus,
3: I'm. Bear not... No, no, joke. I joke. I joke. Bear in mind, I'm not
0: one of those guys. I'm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you're I'm a, Saudi, a You're 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 a southern boy. That means you're you're a good boy. Everybody in the south is morally better. That's a fact. Fight me if you still in North. I don't
3: to vouch for that, but I guess I'm.
0: I mean, the, the, I'm, I, the, the fact that I just threatened, or the fact that I'm provoking the North is already like a, an antithesis to that statement. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, I, was I, I, this
1: uh, completely out up? of topic? Was this, you know, our brother's school, part of Westbridge, the one in Iloilo? Mm. So right, oh, yeah. so right, we have what we call in Southridge, Southridge Dance Crew. Yeah. The name of their dance crew is Fishboat Dance Crew. Fishboat. Yeah.
2: Why?
0: I don't know. Is it because there's a fish and a boat and like they're. No, but. They're fat? I guess so. <laughs> I guess they're, also since park it's
1: park also located in. The <laughs> <laughs> fish Boat Dance Group. Ano yung mga dancers. Fish <laughs> Fisherman, ganoon? Peachy, man,
3: Sex sailors, you know. you are like sailors. Uh, sailor outfit. I mean. sure. Just fucking sexy, man.
0: Oh, good boy. <gasps> oh, did you just expose? Are you... a deviant?
1: Dude, I'm hungry right now. Yeah, sorry I'm uh-huh. if I'm eating right now, guys. Like, yeah. I have no food downstairs. The only food I have downstairs is fucking Nut- Nutella.
0: Yo, when we finish this, you wanna go to McDonald's? Right now? Yeah.
1: No, I'm G. Awesome.
0: Oh you so, you're, go so to far, <laughs> <laughs> you're so far, Bobby.
2: You're so far.
1: Um, I'm still
3: cheap, <laughs> Joe. I'm not. Uh, I'll, I'll take my I don't want to. I don't want to bother my driver tonight.
1: Just walk. My... Me? <laughs> no, no, it's sketchy. Yeah, it's sketchy. It's sketchy. I'll work. I'll walk, I'll walk, It's sketchy. No, it's no, sketchy. me in two hours. Alright, see you, boys. We're <laughs> in Mount Makdo. <laughs> let's give
0: the second round one hour. We're going. We're, we're going to Mount Makdo. Is that even open. It's 24, oh, it's twenty-four hours. 24. Oh my God! Yeah, right. McDonald's twenty-four. It's not twenty-four in Japan. It closes.
3: All right, guys. So this this other so half sad. of the podcast is where we start walking and slow. No,
1: no, no. We're not. We're not going. Fuck
3: <laughs> no,
0: dude, that. No, do That do my load. Fuck you. Ah, <laughs> 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 uh, okay. This part of the podcast is when we can go philosophical because I want to. And so, I was. Uh, I was listening to this show called the Joe Rogan Show, <laughs> the Joe Rogan oh. Experience, and uh, in in this episode, I was listening to he was interviewing this philosopher guy, and it was basically a three hour talk about ethics, and it got it got me thinking. Yeah. Uh, but I'm not gonna talk about what they talked about here. A lot of the times, people in philosophy, uh. Okay, so the mainstream debate in ethics is this: so you can either be like a consequentialist or like a deontologist. What does that mean? Okay, so Joe, Joe so okay, let me ask you guys this question: what do you think makes an action bad—the premise of it or the result of it? Um. No wait,
1: sorry, wait. Wait, I, I I had a topic on this on one on on one of my profs in UST, the one in what do you call this understanding
2: the self.
0: Yes. <laughs> this, is, this is why I brought it up because I know you guys have familiar. They, they they teach this in all the 101 classes. So what was question again? Sorry. For example, let's say for example, I'm going to steal bread from this kid to give it to a kid who's very Hungry. I'm gonna steal bread from this rich kid and give it to a kid who's hungry. What like, makes the action good or bad? Is it is it the fact that I'm stealing, or is it the fact that I'm like, for example, like, uh, the premise is this. So, so you're like what, you're, what defines... you're trying to say
1: is that does the end justify the mean like that shit? So
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. So what the what the people what the person of premise should say is that well, the people who who say that. Or is this the people who say that I can steal I can steal this bread and that's what defines it as good or bad are what you call deontologists. Because uh, what what makes the action good or bad, intrinsically speaking, is that I know, is that I'm stealing so I own, that's already bad. But a, consequent- but a, consequentialist, a consequentialist will say in a man that what makes an action good or bad is what happens in the end. So if I steal this bread and, like, what happened was I ended up making this hungry kid, like, a full, then I did a good thing In the end of the day. For me, it's, like, it's really hard for me to pick
3: between because, for me, both are... both apply to me, like... uh, It's, like, a case-to-case basis in in my opinion when it comes to that. But if I were to really pick... Uh, I'll go for the former, the <clears throat> premise. Yeah.
0: The so. The intention. So, like,
3: hope, the intention, because if you intend to do something bad, then then therefore the action that will come out of it will be bad. But then again, if the result will still be, you know, that's why I, I, I it's really hard for me to pick in between. But yeah, I'll, I'll really be the first one, the the premise. Yeah
0: i understand same okay so like the thing is also that, uh it's that like so if you follow like a religion that has uh that has certain moral standards like catholicism mm-hmm. the ch- chances are uh you will be of the former cause, uh the former relies on this assumption that there is a predisposed morality. There is a morality that exists before experience. You get it? Yes. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> so, yeah. So so that's the, that's the stance you would take if you were a, a rationalist, if you believe. If, if, remember what that, our debate is about, right? Where rationalists are the people who say that morality is, uh, what's this? Knowledge is gained based on reason, intuition. A priori. Uh, I'm going to teach you some some jargon. A priori, a a posteriori. Very easy to learn. So, a priori means... A priori means it is before reason, before experience.
3: Before experience.
0: And a posteriori means after experience. All right. In a nutshell, so when you ex, so for example, it's this: uh, if I know something a priori, that means I know it before it, before I have an experience that justifies it for me. If I know something oh, a posteriori, that means I know it only after it has happened. I mean, like I books. Say like
3: comparing it to book, doing like a lecture and lab work, you know. Is it? Yeah, like a priori is like when you learn it in lecture, and posterior is after when you learn it in lab itself.
0: Oh, is that what they te- is that what they tell you? Not really, but that's because how I that's see because it. That's, that's that's wrong as hell. <laughs> oh, really? Because okay. well, I mean, not necessarily wrong as it's not really wrong as hell, but there's there's a there's truth to that. But the the, the I mean I, there's truth to that if that's how you interpret it. That's completely true to you. Because uh, the way I would interpret it is that, like, it's something that's more metaphysical and that's probably just me being a fucking loser. So
3: don't don't listen to me. Alright. because, well, you know, uh, the lecture comes before the lab all the time. And once I get to the lab, I get excited. And yeah, yeah. I get to do what I learned in the fucking lecture. You know, I really don't understand much in lectures until I do the lab work. Because... <clears throat> for me, that's like experience itself. Anyways. Right, both. right.
0: Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Uh, if you, a lot of like the trend now is that a lot of the times there's a correlation between ethics and religion, you know, that like what what just like people would. One of the popular arguments for religion is that religion is what is what, say, for lack of a better word, gives life meaning. Or not but in the but then that's not the point. The point here is that the fact that it gives that meaning means that there is an underlying ethical framework that underpins religion. Mm. So with that with that said, what is what it's insinuating is that is that because that there is a God, there is therefore a pre-established morality that exists. Mm. So, uh, you know that right right now, in the 21st century, atheism is popular. And a lot of the times, atheists are moral relativists. And most moral relativists are consequentialists in nature. Yeah. Uh, What do you guys think about that? Just ask. mm -hmm.
3: To be honest, I would really vouch for that idea. Because, I mean, before I came into uh, our high school, Southridge, right? I I was very morally ambiguous. I was kind of like an ass. An per ass, say.
1: huh. <laughs> borderline ass. an,
3: an oh, ass. Oh. Um, let's just say an I had ass. a very, very bad ass bad I had a ass. very very bad attitude and I wasn't very religious but after coming into Southridge with the super super like borderline extreme uh Teachings of like oh. church and being Catholic, I could actually credit them for helping me become a better person. Well, most of it comes from uh, the show called My Little Pony, but you know we will not dive into that anymore.
0: That's very but, uh, interesting. I want to talk about that. the The ethics of My Little Pony. Oh, really? All it's right. interesting. It it sounds it sounds really simple. It sounds really stupid. But here's the thing: this show has a fucking adult audience. Uh, so there, there is something about the childish ethics that appeals to the adult audience so there, right. there, 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 there's something in the works but what what is in the works right that's what I'm asking baby
3: oh yeah because the thing about Little pony is that it tackles like different well mostly themes on how to treat people right and it doesn't shy away if it's actually a serious fucking thing you know? that's what comes to appeal to like adult people that it teaches very simple ethical stuff but, but like,
0: the simplicity of the ethics is should not be like it's crux because like the thing is like you're There's you're a, trying to you're trying to appeal to an ad it's a, it's marketed as a kid's show, but it understands that there is an uh, adult audience, yeah. and how okay, I'm not gonna sugarcoat it here, but the reason why it has an adult audience is because well, it's very easy to sexualize the characters
3: <clears throat> that's one <laughs> that's one. Well, um, what, would
0: you, what would you say is another reason?
3: There are other reasons. There are other reasons that when while they teach the the lessons there, spe- like most especially about friendship, is that they, they put some dynamics into it. They don't just like shove the information or shove the lesson into your head. Like this is how you do it. This is how you treat people. No, it gives a struggle across each episode and shows the dynamics of why you do this and why you do that? There, there will have there will be flaws in each lesson. Also, like you gotta understand that the lessons on friendship, you don't really need to follow. It depends on you. That's why it works because it can appeal to a lot of people depending on how they establish their own moral code. So,
2: exactly.
3: it helped me to establish my my own moral code from all the teachings that that came from My Little Pony. And, therefore, I became a better person. Thank you, Malcolm.
1: (laughs) I
2: see, I see. But,
0: like, but then, like, the thing is, like, um, generally speaking, I think it's also because the characters are very relatable. Uh, Because they are simultaneously multifaceted but very simple. Mm. Like, you
3: can pass them off as, like one one but uh, you can flanderize but, them all you want but if you yeah, really that's go true, into right? them, but, if you go deep into them they are actually
0: very dynamic characters i love them but what what i'm trying to figure out to be honest is really more of like it's really more of like okay so there needs there needs to be a categorical separation between what ethics are to a child versus what ethics are to an adult obviously an adult An adult viewpoint would have a more nuanced view of the world. And you can attribute this probably to the point, to the, to probably, because children are innocent, and that, and that means to say that they have not really experienced the world. Uh, adults have, and they, well, you can make an argument depending on, like, an existentialist would make an argument that the world has corrupted them in so far that experience has shown that it is unkind, so they will, it will manifest in their ethical framework. So, it begs the question as well now, right? Like, wh- what gives, you know? Hmm. Well, 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 what's the point? So, like, how exactly will the banality of a TV show uh, influence uh, a strong ethical character?
3: I guess you know it's also thinking? the world itself. That's how I see it. Because the world they start to my Little pony is very valuable, Like, I mean, though, like they don't really sugarcoat it. They, a lot of the places there, Manhattan, like the hair, main Manhattan, and there's there's like different classes for each pony. Like,
0: can really establish- <laughs> why, why can't you just <laughs> call them horses?
2: <laughs>
0: I mean,
3: technically, if they're not horses, it could still work as a show. I'm not kidding. That's the thing. It the world building of that show is really good. I think that's why it becomes so relatable to a lot of people. Because there are classes there. They even tackled communism in one of the episodes. Jesus Christ. Uh, That's
0: a... I mean... That's quite a popular concept for for kids shows. Like, I realize kids shows nowadays are more... They're better written, you know, honestly. Like... Uh. Like, like, if you will look at shows like Adventure Time, the writing is really smart for fucking some fucking reason. It's smarter than it needs to be for a fucking kid show.
3: Uh, There's another popular one, Gravity Falls.
0: I have actually not watched Gravity Falls. It's really good.
3: And a lot of these shows, is, they owe a lot to its own world building. It's a trend that I've seen. It's the world building. Because it leaves the audience intrigued and wanting to know more about the the, mm. the, people and the environment they're interacting with. Especially like something very imaginative like Adventure Time. Holy shit. Like when you, when they discovered, the, when uh, us as an audience discovered the lore behind Adventure Time and like it came from a world war and there, like the whole Earth was bombed and shit.
0: Holy crap! Uh, we're going on like tangents. We were supposed to be discussing ethics. This is another yeah, episode.
2: Let's...
0: Sorry. The, uh, the let's go back but... to ethics. But then, like, so, <clears throat> uh I think it's safe to say that. Well, uh I'm. T- let's try to involve Joby in this discussion as well because I feel really bad for him. Oh yeah, Joby. what do you think? Fuck. What's your what's your what's your take? Back. <laughs> as an as an outsider, your your opinion is still very valuable. You know that. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm I'm an outsider compared to Bobby. I don't know shit. What do you mean? I don't no. know shit either. No, I mean like I'm talking about like, well, your impression of the show plays a lot into why it's written the way it is. Uh, true. You on un- you understand though. I fucking lost
1: track already. To be honest.
0: Because of the fucking little pony. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ, dude. I'm
1: like, what's happening?
3: I'm really sorry, man. Like, I don't know.
0: <laughs> the little pony. The little pony. Anganang little pony na yan. What are you watching? Little pony. <laughs> Uh, I'm eh. I, I, I,
3: not not gonna lie. That's how my parents talk to me when they discovered that I like little pony. They don't know what to say because they're weirded out that I like this. <laughs> I like something like this, and I can't blame them. It is fucking weird to like. Something how can like you this. How can you justify it though, and not be weird? I I justify it saying that I learn a lot, mom. <laughs> I learn a lot. I, from I, the...
0: I I learn a lot from like sympathizing with Nazis too, you know. But like. <laughs> Let's
3: just say it came to the right time in my childhood.
0: Ah, okay. yeah, I I guess so.
3: In my development. I really needed that. So, yeah. don't, don't, don't don't don't, me.
0: don't, don't, don't at me. Don't at me, mom.
3: Don't at me, dad. Okay. Like, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm manly.
2: I'm manly.
3: I'm manly. I'm manly. I'm oh,
2: manly.
3: Fun fact, guys uh, a little hidden talent you for your for your audience to know that I can voice crack at will. Go oh, do <clears> it.
2: <throat>
3: Alright, so one time I <laughs> like when I was a kid, I was really intrigued in voice cracking. I think it was the time when I was like um What a what a
1: weird uh, ambition dude.
3: Like no, it was like when in my puberty stage, the first time <clears throat> I ever voice cracked, I honestly thought like dude, this is really cool. Like oh With shit, my voice, voice is now deep now. Like I remember when my voice oh, yeah. was still high, and then I was like, "What if I can still talk high while having this deep voice?" So I I kept tweaking with my throat to the point I can what the voice crack at will. Like honestly, give me a sentence. Like right now, I can voice crack like that, and it sounds convincing, doesn't it? Yeah,
0: oh. <clears throat> I mean... but yeah,
2: we, well, we're I going mean, tangent. I, I
0: think I think I, anybody can really do that,
2: honestly. <laughs> <Indeed>? But
3: like... <laughs> I don't know. People oh, find geez. it really odd that I can do that in my oh, school
2: geez. at least. Oh, jeez, Rick. Oh, jeez, <laughs> oh. Oh, Rick. Morty. Morty. Morty.
3: You know, no. I, I really love doing, uh, I like voice acting. You know, <coughs> I want to do a freelancing voice acting job.
2: Uh, yeah. I love the
3: the be- the best they wa- like the best voices that you want to do is like Patrick you know um where's the leak ma'am or... mayon <laughs> is mayonnaise an instrument
2: oh <laughs> <Maui>. <laughs> yeah
3: yeah <Hey>,
2: Kobe <laughs> <laughs> fucking <laughs> like... jesus christ Hey, Lois. <laughs> hey,
1: Lois.
0: Hey, do oh, we have time Peter. for this? E- no, yes.
2: Oh, jeez, Peter. Jesus
0: Christ. L- Lois, watch for dinner, Lois?
1: <laughs> Jesus Christ.
2: Lois.
1: Brian. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Brian. <laughs>
2: Mom. <laughs>
1: Mommy. Brian. Mom. <laughs> Lewis. Lewis. Mom. Peter. Hi. Peter. Peter.
2: Peter, you're on the left. <laughs> we
1: we're talking about
0: philosophical shit, and now we're doing... Peter. Peter. <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's time for philosophy. We're having a fun day. Yeah. Fun day. Hey. Sunday, fun day. All it's right, a let's
3: Monday. Go back to, let's go back to the <laughs> to
1: the show. It's a
0: Monday, so, you
1: idiot. We're, t- we're, we're talking about
0: yeah. ethics. We're talking about Peter. 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 Hey, Lois. <laughs> giggity,
3: giggity.
2: Giggity, giggity, giggity. Lois. Hey, Lois. Hey, Lois, look. Oh, what is it, Peter? <laughs> Say cool whip. <laughs> cool, 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 hip. cool Cool whip. Cool whip.
1: Cool whip. Say cool. Cool, cool, whip. cool whip. Cool whip. Say whip. Oh, Peter. Whip. Say cool whip. Cool whip. whip. (laughs) What are you saying like that?
0: (laughs) Like what? Cool. Pita. Oh pita. Pia. Shut up. (laughs) (laughs)
2: We're talking about ethics.
0: We should stop. Oh Pita. Fucking Pita. Peter (laughs) Peter. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, um Dude, that's enough. Alright, so Okay, I want to ask Joby a question. How would you describe your ethical framework? It's a very vague, big question, but what do you think appeals to you?
1: I don't think I can think right now.
0: Why not? Why not? Why not? Why?
1: Because it's fucking 2.38 in the morning. I'm early tomorrow. later. So, 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 so,
2: so... so, uh... Uh... <laughs> so uh... <laughs>
3: for, for the sake of our audience, it's just a very Inside very, joke. Yeah, it's a big inside joke in our batch. Wacky. 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 So.
1: Waki, waki.
2: So. <laughs>
0: so uh... I was walking around town. And. Yo oh. Felix, you got a coin? Yeah here.
2: <laughs> yeah here. Yeah here.
0: <laughs> yeah <I> here. <laughs> yeah here.
2: Yeah here. <laughs> oh fuck. Yeah, weird. here.
3: <laughs> What's our yeah, timestamp
1: right now, Joey? One hour and twenty minutes. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah. I, I
3: okay. think it's about time. I All right. Time. Uh,
0: we covered a lot of ground, and like this is pretty much the revival episode because we fucking died. So, yeah. uh, plug. Thank you, Mirabilis, for sponsoring us. Holy poopoo cunt shit, bitch! Oh my god, I love <laughs> you. <laughs> Would you say that?
3: I think Oops. that's not how we do it.
0: <laughs> Okay. But anyway, continue. I may, I may have made I may I may have made an error in my statement and I am not even drunk so I cannot I cannot hide behind the fact that, that. that I I I have failed. I have failed my family, I have failed my friend. I have failed. Uh, I have failed you, you Anakin. I have failed you.
3: You are my brother, Anakin. <laughs>
0: I this love is the end thing. for you, my master. This is the end for you. <laughs> I don't... I don't... I remember that video now. <laughs> <laughs> this is the end for you, my master.
2: For I am uh, the it. master.
1: What's that line in the end? When Obi-Wan was old already and Darth Vader was fighting him.
3: It's over, Anakin. No, no, no. Oh, not that, oh, not, oh, not that. When
1: Luke was there. Before Before he died quote and quote Peter. Not that <laughs> I've now become the master, was that?
0: Don't try it. <laughs> Don't try <laughs> Peter <laughs>
1: <laughs> Anyway, if you wanna catch up with our old podcast episodes, you can head over to our Spotify channel, Stickers Occurred Podcast. And in our for in our SoundCloud, Stickers Occurred That's Official. Same as uh, Same goes for our YouTube account channel. So, yeah. The link will be in the description if
3: you want to know where to get our other stuff. See you around, boys.
1: So, yeah. See you in the next episode. Bye-bye.
2: Bye-bye.